0: Many have tried, many have failed, and she's one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady.
1: Hello, welcome back to Fitless Podcast. It's me, your host, Bianca Brady, back for another episode. We've been a little lackadaisical on this end of production with um, producing episodes You know what? Life happens. (laughs) I've seen a few t-shirts to that effect and it did happen, but you know, back on the horse, whatever, NBD, no big deal. LBD, little black dress. And I'm so excited to get back into the studio to record another episode with this guest, My friend, your friend, Liz Glazer. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you.
0: I love your podcast. I love you. (laughs) I love the studio. Um, And I was really excited to do the workout that we did, which I imagine you'll say, or you want me to say? Let's say
1: it at the same time. Okay. Barry's Barry's boot Boot Camp. camp. You guys. This shit is crazy. So, Liz has been in Los Angeles for 28 days. I was (laughs) 28 days. So, now 28 days later, (laughs) I'm back. She's back. And when she was there, we talked on the phone and she was like, Yeah, I'm like going to Barry's boot camp every day for like seven days. And I was like, Why? Yeah. Well, and also like, mm -hmm. I guess let's do that when you get back for the podcast, but like saying it in spite of absolutely not wanting to. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's how I feel always about that workout. Although maybe a little footnote to that. So they have a thing which... I don't, I believe it does not apply anymore, but I imagine they'll do it again. It was for Pride and it's called United We Sprint. And so <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing where you do that workout for seven days in a row. And assuming you do it, two things are true. One, each workout is like a third of the price of what it is normally. Okay. And the second thing is that they give, they, Barry's boot camp, give, some amount of money, I'm not sure what it is, to a charity related to gay issues and equality, but I'm not sure which one. But it was like, when I when I in interfaced with this information, when I got to Los Angeles, I was like, you know what? I'm in a new place. I'm here for a limited period of time. I'll do something that always makes me feel resistance. Like you were describing, just like, right. Ugh, I have to go yeah. to Barry's boot camp, And, but having been there before, I know that it's always difficult. I always feel like, you know, I deserve like an Oscar and Emmy, a Grammy <laughs> and a Tony just for going to the gym, even though that doesn't make sense. But like, that's how I feel because I think it's so hard and it's so not like natural for me. Um, I imagine for some of the people it certainly looks like it, like the jacked people who are there, like it's like, oh, this is normal for what a workout is, but that's not the case for me.
1: Yeah, so before we talk about yeah. our experience today, mm-hmm. just tell me a little bit about where you're at exercise-wise and what that like seven days of berries in LA was like for you
0: yeah well thank you for for saying that because I think the thing I was gonna say before was because I said oh well I always think oh I have to go to berries but actually what I noticed in maybe like day four or five or something of the seven that I did in LA was that I wasn't feeling that I was feeling like okay this is fine you know like not not like it's not gonna be hard because it was always hard but like, It's just regular because I was doing it for Mm -hmm. so many days in a row and I enjoyed that because I was like, cool, like I've gotten to a place where this very difficult thing seems regular to me and that is, I like moments like that, like not just an exercise, but just like when something that is difficult then seems like whatevs,
1: you know? Yeah, let's explain what it is. Sure. So, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like a circuit, but with treadmills, yeah, as a part of the a big part of the thing. Mm-hmm. So the way the class is structured is you go in, you're assigned a number, um, in like cattle, yeah, for like a yeah, cattle like. to the slaughter, right. for example, right? Um, yeah, and the room is very dark with, like, loud music playing and sort of like a nightclub aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you are assigned a number, and that corresponds to a treadmill and to a, like, area on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so you do a treadmill sesh, which is kind of alternating between light jogging heavier jogging and sprinting. Yeah. Um sometimes on an incline, sometimes not. Right. And then after I don't know like maybe 10 minutes max of that you go to the floor.
0: Unless the class is structured with instead of 3 rounds, like ours was 3 rounds, sometimes there are 2 rounds and in that case it would be like 15-16 minutes. Okay. for the for either the treadmill or the floor. Yeah, and round. then
1: the floor thing is like weights. Or resistance bands Mm -hmm. with kind of just like body weight exercises. Yeah. Like squats. Right. uh, I don't know, lunges.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that today, yeah, I'm pretty sure today was a legs and butt day because they they do this thing where it's like, I never really check what day it is because I'm just like, whatever. But Uh um, there's always some abs. But then, like, the weekends are full body, then there's butt and legs, arms and abs. Like, sometimes abs are more of a focus, and then maybe one other kind. Um, but in
1: between that, you're running, mm-hmm. and you're running as if you're doing, like, a track workout. Like, yes. like like you're training to be a Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll take one of those in addition to
0: all the other awards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so And the
0: Stanley Cup.
1: And the... So Liz and I have been talking all day about like, for me, and maybe it's because I haven't been exercising as much and I have to get back to it, but my anxiety has been off the charts high. Which I also, it was
0: interesting because we really connected about that in the first text of the day.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, I've been feeling like, you know, knock me over with a feather yeah. kind of feeling. or sort of like, if I'm at work and I like fumble and drop a butter knife, I've have like a pang of panic, like, ooh, 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 and people just the crush of humanity summertime in New York city, mm-hmm. people on the train too close talking yeah. near me, like truly just having a hard time coping. Um, Same. So <laughs> the vibe at Barry's did not help. Yeah. But mm. because the music is loud, it's like techno, the lights are low, the treadmill is not like a gym treadmill. It's kind of more in harder.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: The buttons, the belt. Right. I felt like I was gonna fall off sort of if I went too fast. Um although I think
0: it actually is supposed to be like more traction and safer in that regard. Right. But, but I hear there's no you. like front.
1: Correct. So I right. kept picturing myself running off the front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, like, kind of, I felt during the class like I was having an anxiety exposure therapy mm. moment, like on Maury Povich, when <laughs> somebody's like afraid of sunflowers. And right. Maury's like, this woman here, Janelle, is phobic of sunflowers, and then all of the screens, sunflowers appear, and she starts freaking out and screaming, and then people come down the aisle with sunflowers, and she's like, oh. And then she's fine. And then she's fine. Yeah. So I felt like all of my worst nightmares were happening. Yeah, and
0: then- (laughs) But then
1: I was like, okay, you're just going to be here for an hour and Mm -hmm. change, so you just have to deal with it.
0: I feel that, too, and I feel like um, when I was in L.A., before I decided to do that Mm seven-day thing there, I was feeling very anxious. I'd have to, like, I was pretty okay about, like, documenting various in various ways my experience there, and Mm -hmm. then I'm pretty sure that's right. And I felt definitely towards the end of it, like, how you say, you know, like, like, like it was that sort of exposure therapy, mm-hmm. you know? So I get it. And today yeah. I do feel right now I feel less anxious than.
1: Well, yeah, that's, I mean, the thing mm-hmm. is that when he was like, okay, chill. Yeah. um, <laughs> At the very end. Yeah. I was like, oh, sweet, blessed God. Thank you so much. Yeah. um, But I don't know, man. There's so much pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And the th- observation that I made in my head about the instructor that we had today is that we, in our economy right now, there's like a deficit of auctioneering jobs and <laughs> maybe all of the auctioneers have become <laughs> <fitness Berries. laughs> instructors. Oh, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> because that guy was like, Rattling off instructions at a rate.
0: Yeah. Like the micro Comparable guy. to mm-hmm. the
1: speed of the treadmill. Yeah. It was too fast to follow.
0: Yeah, I hear you on that. And part of what it, is, I think. Let me uh-huh. tell
1: you, let me ask you, what yeah. was your first experience with berries?
0: And mm. do you
1: remember? And how was it? And how did you feel?
0: You know, I don't remember my literal first. Um, I remember that I went. I think it was in New York. Um, I remember thinking this is torture, but I'll make myself go. Sometimes.
1: Why? Why were you drawn to it? Just like this a lot, is really it's hard. popular.
0: Yeah, just that it's hard, and I did it after I. Oh, I remember it was when Emma Soul Cycle Emma. Um, who's a friend of ours? um now, but at the time she was a soul cycle instructor, and I knew her like pretty exclusively in that way, mm-hmm. she went away for eleven days, and she challenged me to, while she was away, like do stuff that was like different mm-hmm. from soul cycle because I had been doing a lot of soul cycle with her specifically. And I believe it was then that I tried it. I don't remember like who the instructor was or, you know, I felt proud of myself that I did it because like before I started doing Soul Cycle with her, I didn't really, I was like in a non-working out phase of my life. And so I felt like pretty accomplished about it, but I didn't really connect with it. And then I went to LA in 2015 when you watched the Cats. Thank you again for that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, But then that was when I went and liked it because there was something about it there, maybe because like the vibe is a little more chill there. And so that like, I wouldn't say I'm sure Barry's there is less chill than other workouts in LA. Yeah. But it's definitely more chill than Barry's in New York. And that's, I believe definitely true. Yeah. Um, so I actually enjoy Barry's more in LA. Um, and it's not quite as auctioneer pace. <laughs> Although, you know, to to some at some level it has to be pretty quick, just because the instructor is tasked with instructing people who are on treadmills and also people who are at the same time on the floor. So there's like two sets of instructions right. going at the same time.
1: He literally had a wristband of I instructions. Saw that. If you've ever watched a Uh, professional football game, the quarterback also has that on his wrist to call the plays. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's a cool thing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it
0: seems like a pretty hard job, you know, to be an instructor there, and they're all, like, super ripped.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say, like, don't go to Barry's if you haven't exercised in – yeah. I don't know, a few years and you're like, I'm gonna start exercise. Right. Maybe yeah. don't go to Barry's your first time. Yeah. Especially if you live in a major city. Mm-hmm. Because like I mean, not to be like a coastal elite about it, but if you're in like the shishiest exercise class, like boutique fitness class, which I think Barry's boot camp kind of is. Mm-hmm. I literally saw a girl. A woman, pardon me, on the street one day wearing a T-shirt that said, berries and brunch. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. But. Maybe
0: I should get my dad that. Because <laughs> we. Offline had had a conversation about getting my dad some shorts for his birthday, which is
1: on Monday. surprised. <laughs> <Barry's impression.
0: laughs> I think he but would But it's, like, it's that. very
1: lifestyley, Yeah. And so the people who are in the class, like, are either Amazonian women or, like, you know, the actors who played all the roles in the movie 300. Yeah. And you don't have to wear a shirt if you're a man, which – Yeah. I don't know. I just – I feel like, on some level, like a sense of pride that I could even hang mm-hmm. in the class. But at the same time, it's like, it's a lot. Like, I don't know. I think your self esteem has to be in a good place. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always in those classes, I'm like, I'm going to be in the worst category, you know, and right. I'm fine. I just want to finish. Right. You know, and I don't find it fun no.
1: like in the
0: moment. I don't find it fun at all.
1: But I always wondered like what would what would it be like to be the best person?
0: Yeah. At the
1: best class yeah. in the best city. Totally. In the United States. For sure. Yeah. I do you feel like you are or do you still feel like you're Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'll never know. (laughs) I won't either.
0: I mean, for me, it's like, I find it to be very effective and, you know, like, it's not that, I mean, in terms of my own journey with my body, you know, I've said on this podcast before, like my body type is brave and, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, and probably like always will be, you know, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I actually think, you know, in terms of what I want to do that I like, I I'm fine with exposing my body in certain moments, you know, and, um, doing so, I don't know, like I'm very inspired by Lena Dunham. I think that the work that she's done in terms of exposing her own body in, in a way that's like, on purpose mm-hmm. in certain moments is super important and um
1: I agree and yeah. I actually recently went to a clothing swap like mm,
0: I like those a
1: friend a new friend um hosted it and I didn't know a lot of the women who came and I and I mean there's just something really nice like not and it's really wholesome it's not in a creepy way mm-hmm. but just to be able to be in a situation where you see a lot of different types and totally. shapes of women in like a very casual right fun atmosphere that's mm-hmm. non-judgmental yeah because you know you might try on a dress and then look at yourself and then somebody's like, oh, I want to try that on. And then you take it off. And then they try it on. It looks different. looks mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, I think it looks better on you. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And just, we really don't. Like, I I've, I've been thinking about it. And I think, like, the prostitutes, the naked prostitutes on Game of Thrones mm. have, like, Sometimes weird boobs, and mm-hmm. I like that, but mm-hmm. other than that, it's really just Lena Denham, yeah, <laughs> who's yeah. showing like normal bodies, yeah, yeah, I think it's really important,
0: and um i I wonder in what ways I've wondered this before, if I was younger when she you know
1: came on the scene,
0: yeah, that that maybe the way that I would um perceive of my own body would be different because she's had an effect on me and she's like, whatever it is, like almost 10 years younger than I am. And, um, you know, I, I mean, the work that I want to do is I guess like, I, I mean, I want to have my own TV show and I want to be me on it and do stuff in a scripted way that I do and like, that, but that tracks like it, my own life and some of that time I've spent not clothed, mm-hmm. you know, in a variety of ways. And so I don't yeah. think of myself as like extremely exhibitionist, but for example, like the naked show that I did on right. March 11th of 2016, Um, you know, that's something that I'm like, okay, I think of that as an episode and you can't show total nakedness, I guess, you know, sure you can. well, yeah, but I mean, probably not for like that long, but that would be interesting to think about, you know, because I think about that also for myself because of like the first paper I ever wrote when I was an academic, cause I used to teach law school and now I don't. And, um, but it was a paper about nudity on TV. um, And specifically it was like about gay sex mm-hmm. um, and how there was like a different way that gay sex, and this goes back to the earliest obscenity cases under First Amendment law, so, like, 1973,
1: basically. Hugh Hefner (laughs) times.
0: Yeah, um, where the cases that made that area of law were about, like, gay sex and group sex and, you know, deviant sorts of, or perceived deviant sorts of sex. And um,
1: I read a really interesting Mm -hmm. book by Mm -hmm. the author Gay Talese about that whole time in history called... Thy neighbor's wife. Oh, I cool. recommend it.
0: Nice, thank you for the recommendation.
1: It's about the history of sexual permissiveness mm-hmm. in American culture, oh, like cool. from around that time. Ah, uh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You can borrow it. <laughs> oh, cool,
0: great. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I'm on a tangent, and I don't mean to derail. No, us, I like but, it. Like, um, there, there is this like fantasy part of the future of my own life where I imagine coming up against the same sorts of legal issues um, that I wrote about when I was a lawyer and law professor. Um, Specifically, because I didn't know, like I had this joke when I published my first article, which was, um, I was really excited about It's called When Obscenity Discriminates. It's a 2008 article in the Northwestern Law Review, if anyone is interested. Google it. <laughs> but, like, whatever. You
1: fucking idiots. <laughs> Teach yourself something. Uh, once in your
0: life. And then there was a response, and then I wrote a response to that. And, you know, whatever. It was, like, a cool thing that was a success at the time. and um, But I remember making a joke, because, like, there is this joke when you, like, write a law review article. It's like, great. Like how much are you getting paid is one joke because the answer is nothing unless you count like grant money from your school, uh-huh. but you don't get paid from the the journal that okay. publishes it. But the second joke is like, or that was my joke was like, well, you know, I'll sell the movie rights one day <laughs> um, because it's just like, who would even want that? But I remember when I said that, And I feel like right now I'm having a trippy moment because it's like nothing's happened. This might not even be funny. It might not be a thing. But I do believe that
1: there's like something there, Um, I guess. I think so because I think like, you know, all of these issues when they are made public in like a law review journal or or on the set of a movie and they all come from a internal and emotional place at yeah. their source, just like totally. anything else. So, mm-hmm. so it's life, and then yeah. law and then comes when into play. Yeah. When, when we're trying to like legislate around mm-hmm. people's sort of basest, most human yeah. desires, it's obviously necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But it's totally interesting and totally ripe for you know, dramatic exploration yeah. in the arts because yeah. I think, you know, that's how culture changes mm-hmm. and exchange of you know policy and art and mm-hmm. policy and art right right yeah going back and forth back and
0: forth yeah yeah um like this you know equilibrium right um yeah kind of
1: like a seesaw mm-hmm. motion right. in my totally head. yeah or I get that a scale.
0: Mm-hmm. Of justice. A
1: scale of justice, yeah. for example.
0: Yeah. So I guess like going back to the real bodies on TV, I mean, you know, I think it's amazing like Lena Dunham and like Amy Schumer with like, you know, having Comedy Central let her say pussy. And that was like a thing that was a thing when it was a thing. Yeah. Um, but those types of moments were like very much like what I focused on when I was focusing on that in my own work mm-hmm. and I think it's interesting as I transition to, like, do, you know, the other side of it, like, the life side of it, not the law side of it, um, thinking about, like, huh, isn't that a cool, like, kind of coming back yeah. to roots of my own? Yeah. You know, I think it would be a good episode. I agree. Yeah.
1: I'm tuning in. Thank you. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. I think a lot of the people... I would say there were more men in the Barrys boot camp class today than in the majority of exercise classes that I go to mm-hmm. um and but it was still mostly women, yeah, and there is obviously such a pressure to look a certain way,, mm-hmm. which is changing now and and I
0: still have that. I mean, even though all of the stuff I just said, like yeah. as I was saying it, I was like, yeah, but you know, I still am self-conscious, like going in for auditions, it's like, sure, I'll never be cast as like the thin friend, but like, (laughs) not that that's like a role necessarily. It's a really cool
1: personality type (laughs) to have in your life. Yeah. But I
0: mean, it's like, even if I do, you know, if I exercise six times a week or anything, you know, if I do these seven classes or whatever, I'm still going to basically look like me. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like I'll look like fitter, but like especially once it translates to camera i i look like a normal sized person which for tv is fat basically mm. you know um
1: yeah i don't know though i think there's there's something really magical about just the psychological change uh when you exercise obviously People use it as an antidepressant mm-hmm. and anti-anxiety. And Lena
0: Adam specifically, I remember. Do you? Did you yeah, see she's that? she's been
1: doing she
0: on Instagram some
1: like yeah. aerial yoga phase oh, okay. that I saw. Uh huh. I don't think I follow her.
0: I don't know that I do anymore either. Not that there's you know it, nothing happened. <laughs> like <laughs> I just like sometimes I feel like Instagram doesn't show me everything. At, yeah, they you know. changed their yeah because like
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I just think what was I saying?
0: I'm sorry. Uh, Oh, the the psychological.
1: Oh. If I run or do any kind of exercise, I come home and I look in the mirror and I think that I look skinnier or stronger Yeah, or my muscles are more defined. Mm -hmm. And I think that that might – that's not true, but it's just – It's all perception and Mm -hmm. it's all, and even in terms of like presentation, something I've been thinking a lot about and something that I often think about when Mm -hmm. the weather gets warmer Mm -hmm. is the clothes that I choose to wear and how that affects how I am interacting with the world. Yeah. And then that also ties back to anxiety Mm -hmm. because oftentimes- I would prefer to be like less visible. Yeah. Because I don't like to like have stress. Yeah. In public. And so I dress accordingly uh-huh. and then I don't really feel beautiful right. in those clothes or pretty or right. desirable. And so it makes me feel like maybe sluggish mm-hmm. or something. Like I'm and then that cycle. Mm-hmm. So getting kind of like dressed up or wearing an outfit that you like is so important. And it literally changes your body because yeah. it changes your perception of your body.
0: Yeah, I think that's to wear a good true for outfit. me too. Totally. <laughs> but then when you were talking, I was thinking about like, oh, you know, I think a thing for me is that sometimes in, in the colder months, I'll actually like, feel much better about my body and it is leaner and stronger in those months because there's like less pressure. Right. Whereas like in the summer, like, you know, there's this trope I feel like that comes from, I don't know where that's just like, Oh, it's summer. I like barely eat and like wear sundresses and everything's lighter. And I'm like, okay, I get it. That makes total sense. But I feel like I'm the opposite. Like I'll eat like a whole cake in the summer (laughs) because I just can't handle the pressure of it being warm out and I'm not able to go for the sweater and the jacket. Yes. But when I can go for the sweater and the jacket, that's when I'm like vegan and, yeah. you know, having <laughs> eight, eight seltzers me. a day. Yeah. yeah. For me. And again, it's not literally every time it's warm or cold respectively, right. but like I've had that phenomenon for, for myself. And, um, but I feel like one of the things, I was thinking about this during class that, I can sense in my own evolution, in and out of Barry's boot camp, is that like Barry's boot camp is all about like this almost like, you know, this very intense pressure of like you're doing this for 25 seconds and it's so fast, and I'm gonna talk so fast and I'm gonna scream and da da, whatever. Like that sort of erratic, frenetic energy, pace, all that. And then it's done. And there's something about it that it's like, I'm like. I don't want to hear you. I just want to like sleep for 25 (laughs) seconds or something. And I feel like I, I have that about myself with respect to all sorts of things. Like I remember the first time in, this was in my first year of law school and we had to do oral arguments and it was like, I mean, it was very hard for me. It was a lot of pressure I want to say that's generally true for everybody, but of course, like, I'm only me, I only know my experience, but it was definitely at the time a thing that people were just like, oh God, like oral argument, like, you know, big deal, whatever, scary. And before I took a nap because I was anxious. Yeah. That's how
1: my anxiety manifests. Yeah. Like in its extreme form. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. so I guess it's like fainting,
0: you know, like in those moments where you're just like, I got to- I can't handle this moment of life.
1: Yeah. Whenever yeah. I feel anxious, mm-hmm. people think that I'm high on pot.
0: Mm, interesting. Because yeah. that's
1: how I f- seem.
0: Sure. I get
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. Right. I'm freaking out.
0: Right. Right.
1: Nobody nobody in my life like assumes that I am an anxious person, Yeah, which is kind of like, better for me being an anxious person, Mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than people being like, what's wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Barry's, I don't know, I just, I had to laugh my way through it today. Mm -hmm. And I could hang, like, I can do it. Yeah. I can run on a treadmill. Sure. But I never, the thing is, I was telling somebody yesterday, like, I'm never going to be the person who, like, throws up after a workout yeah. because of pushing herself too hard. Oh same, like, yeah. No. Yeah. I just like won't do it. Right. I'm and I think I'm I mean, if I'm not qualified to give advice about mm-hmm. any of this, but if I were, mm-hmm. I might say like, don't ever feel pressure to yeah. like heed the auctioneers screaming. Right. Because right. that guy is just some guy. Yeah. And that's the other thing about like not going to a berries if you're a real beginner mm-hmm. is a lot of those movements could be
0: dangerous dangerous
1: for you. And it's like the type of stuff that you would do with a personal, personal trainer, the floor stuff, mm-hmm. and they would be able to correct your form. Right. But I mean, there must have been like, 30-plus yeah, yeah. people in that yeah. class. There's no – and there was one guy who was, like, all over the map. I was looking at him, <laughs> and I was like, this guy's going to hurt his knee. or yeah. You know. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I, what I – I hear all that, and also, like, one of the things – one of the reasons I think I like going back now um, to these classes is that – I'm able to test how I am in those moments of extreme potential anxiety and be like, I'm fine. You know? And sometimes I'll with, for me, it's like with the running, I'll usually go whatever I'll follow the direction. Cause I also like to train myself. I think of like following direction in fitness classes as like a test of how good an actor I am, because if acting is the ability to follow direction, which it's not, but it's like also that then, and also for me, that was one of the really hardest things for me to get with. And I feel like similar to parallel parking. So I failed two, if not three driver's tests because of parallel parking. And I don't want to brag, but I am a very good parallel parker. And it's because of the, those specific failures because it's like, yeah, I was so bad. So I had to figure out why. And Mm. then get better, but get better in a really conscious, you know, measured way. And similar to following direction, like I was obstinate, awful, like didn't listen, you know, whatever, just like a pain. And then I was like, okay, this isn't working for me. Yeah. Um, And I have, you know, I was in training for acting that was like very intense in terms of, you know, a, 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 coach, teacher, whatever, who really was into a lot of direction giving. And I had to flip in my brain the ability, you know, to see it. I don't know. I I would think of it as like, I'm being judged. I'm being told I'm doing something wrong. Someone's yelling at me. I just want to fall asleep, like all those Mm -hmm. same things. And then I just like flipped it and then got a lot better, you know, but like the effect of that, I guess, similar to what we're saying about how like there's the workout, but then it makes you feel a certain way in the rest of your day and in the mirror and whatever. Like for me with acting and I guess with parking too, it's just like, you know, I was like, cool. I actually feel better that I conquered this thing that gave me such a, like a headache and like a a real confidence, you know, moment. Yeah, And, you know, with Barry's, it's like, I'm definitely never going to be the best in the room or anything close, but like I would love to, especially cause, cause like, you know, in LA to like when I'm there and go to it, cause I imagine that that'll be more of a thing. Cause I do, it's also a little bit of a nicer facility there. Like the Hollywood Barry's is very nice. Um, but like the ability to show up and to recognize like, okay, this is going to suck a little bit, but mostly it'll be okay. And then. I'll feel better because I had those moments of extreme anxiety where yeah. I was running so fast and then they were done.
1: Yeah, I think maybe that's part of the virtue of an a fitness class or like a group fitness experience mm-hmm. as opposed to something more self-directed. Like parking. Like parking <laughs> is that you are forced just even by signing up. To Mm kind of leave your comfort zone. Yeah. Because you don't have control. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of another, you know, way to alleviate anxiety if you feel like you need to have control over everything, which is my thing. Same, yeah. Um, to in a very structured and like, safe way yeah. lose the control right? for one hour. Yeah. And then that could be, like, a practice mm-hmm. for if Other somebody stuff. pulls yeah. a rug out from under you in life. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think
0: that's true. I mean, for me, it's definitely been that with with acting, mm-hmm. you know, that I think it's, like, made me a nicer person, a better listener, a more, like, present person. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, sure, like, I want to, you know, I want to, like, be on TV and stuff. And I think about that, but like, I don't know when I think about the stuff that acting has done, I guess it's similar to like when people with six pack abs, you know, talk about how it's really about how they feel and you're like, okay, I'm rolling my eyes at your abs. Yeah. But, but but it's like, I get it also. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when I hear that, I'm like, okay, I've never had six packs at six pack abs it's something I've like dreamt about. Not right, but line, I but think when
1: you say that, when you're in a privileged position mm-hmm, at all, mm-hmm. when like rich people, I get the eye say, roll. Totally, or just like when wealthy people say, "Like, money can't make you happy." Right. It's like, well, then give it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how you do. Yeah, and it's a like, same with six packs. Have it. Sure, it's mm-hmm. about how you feel. Right, but you know what? It's also about how you look. Right. And you look great. Yeah. So don't forget it, babe. Yeah, that's true. And it's like,
0: you know, it's like parking is not, it, it, it's ultimately about getting a spot. But it, it was in that moment when I was in high school and mastering that, like, it was about a lot more. It was about my freedom, you know, because I couldn't get a driver's <laughs> yeah. license. And, like, that sucked. I grew up in New Jersey and, like, you know, it was one of the last of my friend's, to get one because I kept failing and like then I kept failing. I felt like awful, you know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: think this is really, you and I, this is the hallmark of an anxious person is that every single thing Mm -hmm. is actually about a thousand other things. Yes,
0: totally. (laughs) And it's like
1: I cannot even consider one thing at a time. Right. And if you ask me to... I will fail. And then that will mean something else. About yeah. Me.
0: Right. But then it's like, sometimes for me, I've noticed that, you know, incorporating things like an exercise class, like an acting class, like doing stand up. But like, I know it's like, I'm going to turn my phone off for an hour before a show. I'm going to do my set. And you know, then I'll go back to my regular craziness in my own head that having a schedule that permits me to take those breaks from anxiety. Right. is really important.
1: Yeah, taking scheduling structured experiences mm-hmm. in order to take a break from internal chaos.
0: Yeah. Totally. I mean, I, you know, ultimately like That's Barry's
1: new slogan, <laughs> I
0: think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to, like, have not, not so much a rebrand, because I don't think they need that, but, like. Well, the other thing that I forgot yeah. to mention
1: is now we're both soldiers in the Army.
0: Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I'd love to play that kind of stuff, and so I think about it, you know, in terms of, like, when I'm. When I'm in, a, especially like a Barry's class, because like a Soul Cycle class, like, yeah, it'll still get you in shape or that's whatever. That's the other thing. Soul mm-hmm.
1: Cycle is so much more fun, kind. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Fun. Yeah. Barry's, well, it's is dancing. Like, Barry's is like Soul Cycle for mean right. hotties. <laughs> yeah. And Soul yeah. Cycle is for kind hotties.
0: Yeah. I think that's true. And it's like, you know, about the rhythm and the music and whatever. And it's like ultimately, like, I, I, I imagine you'd probably like get similar results in terms of like weight loss, maybe not like muscle building or I don't know, whatever, but, um, I don't really care about that stuff, but I do sometimes think like, oh, okay, you know, I'd love to play a cop. I'd love to play a soldier and in real life, I can't do that stuff. But I recently, um, had, I did stand up about how I'm the worst, I'm really bad at sports, but I'm the worst kind of bad at sports because I look like I would be good at sports. (laughs) But even as a kid even before I was an actor, I think I had this intuition that I would be because I I focused on like, okay, like basketball. Basketball was like, I went to Jewish day school. They don't play any other sports, basically. It's just basketball or nothing. And so if you were bad at basketball, you just like read all day or whatever. And, um, And I was very bad at basketball, but I would always get asked to try out for teams because I looked like a tomboy. And then my shot was like the kind that was over the head and it looked enough like, okay, that might go in. Never did, (laughs) you know, except for like once in a very, you know, lot of high number, like whatever bad odds are. Um, And uh, but so, but like, I think that subconsciously I was like, well, the camera, if I'm doing a fictional portrayal of basketball would Focus You'd on look me. Great yeah. I would it. look like I yeah. might get it in. And it's not like you have to take the shot, the the camera shot
1: of the whole shot. Right. Um not so unless you're making a viral video. Right. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was also bad at sports and is because of anxiety, which mm-hmm. I realized later. Because yeah. like anybody moving in unpredictable ways around my body mm-hmm. makes me want to take a nap. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there we go.
0: Yeah, if only napping was a sport.
1: Although I don't nap either, so I don't know.
0: I don't eat anymore.
1: I just lie down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm awake.
0: Super real. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, any last thoughts on Barry's? Well, what I'm would, excited for... What do you, for, you have to say yeah. to the people? Yeah. And if you could tell Barry one thing about yourself, uh huh, what would okay. you say? Dear
0: Barry, <laughs> Um, I... I am thankful that it exists. I like the challenge. I'm excited to do it for seven days in a row. I like that I hate it, you know, a little bit. There is, like, some, I guess, masochism. Um, But I appreciate that, like, for example, if I did book a role as, you know, a cop or a soldier, that I wouldn't have to, like, pay a personal trainer. I could just be like, okay, I'll, like, do this for however many days and like, yeah, it might suck, but probably by day 10 or whatever it is, I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to Barry's again, you know, like NBD. Mm -hmm. And I feel grateful that, I mean, it's not cheap, but like if you're doing it a bunch, then you can get it for, you know, 25 bucks or whatever it is. And that's not nothing, but it's like definitely cheaper than paying a personal trainer. Um, So I feel good knowing that that's yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I might never go back.
1: Yeah. And um, we'll
0: always have today.
1: Yeah. But I might also. Sure. I'm not counting it out.
0: Yeah. Well, it's I, near your work and stuff.
1: Yeah. But-
0: <laughs> it's not happening.
1: <laughs> I just don't like it.
0: Yeah. I, I feel you and I know what you mean.
1: I liked the treadmill parts a lot more. Mm-hmm. I felt like a real flailing idiot. Yeah. In the floor section. I never
0: know what I'm doing I for was just floor. looking
1: at the beautiful women around me, trying to emulate them. Mm-hmm.
0: It was nice also because we went together, and I always like going with a friend to Barry's because then you could just be on the treadmill like next to each other, and that's nice and yeah. fun. Yeah.
1: But there was a woman who was pregnant. I saw. Who was just crushing it. Yeah. And that was very inspiring. I
0: felt that too. The one on your other to side. To my right, yeah. yeah. She was so cool.
1: She was. Crushing it. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: So and then there were some really buff men. Yeah. Who I don't know. I don't yeah. really care for that. Sure. Aesthetic.
0: Yeah. I mean, it
1: you know, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> for me. Do what you will. Sure. Yeah. Barry. Yeah. And co. Mhm. Um, yeah, and you can get a smoothie there.
0: Oh yeah, that's nice. I never do it really. I I have, I guess. I shouldn't say never. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, okay, so that's berries. Mhm. And Liz, what if if somebody were listening to this and they didn't already know you? Yeah. What would you want them to look up?
0: Um, well you can find me on Google and Facebook. My name's Liz Glazer. 2Z is not bragging, just saying. And <laughs> then
1: uh, Google her paper
0: Oh yeah, when episode. obscenity discriminates. When yeah.
1: obscenity discriminates.
0: And then um, I forget what the name of the response was, but it was something like, you know, clever.
1: Somebody uh, responded to dispute you.
0: Yes, that that's like a thing. Sometimes it happens. It's like a debate. His his thing was if obscenity were to discriminate, I believe his name was Barry. <gasps> I think that might no. be true. And but I I could be wrong about that but I don't think I am. And what if this
1: oh what if it's Barry huh. and you are coming up in the ranks of his army wow. to defeat him.
0: That I mean and then I court. could play I could play a soldier in the scenes that aren't in court that are just like what this means in my head. You know like I I feel like I'm going to battle even though it's like just about, you know, in court yeah. or something. Um yeah. Pretty sure his name was Barry, but, uh, and then, um, oh, oh, it was knowing it, comma, seeing it was the response. Um, because there's this, uh, there's this famous quote um, from Justice Potter Stewart, which is like about.
1: Pornography. Yeah. You know it like, when you, know see, when you it. see it. Yeah.
0: And this is not it, um, is the other part of.
1: The People quote. don't often quote that part. Of the the, the, the end
0: part. I know, but it's, it's a thing. Um, I saw it, so I know it, um, (laughs) but
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then at penny project is like, you know, my
1: Instagram on
0: Instagram. Yeah. is my, that's, I feel like that's my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Is that project. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a dime heads up that I have to post from today. We found a, Mm -hmm. we
1: found a dime. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gosh,
1: the- I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, but but it's your dime.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I earned
0: it. Mm-hmm. You totally did. Being there, yeah. <laughs> showing up,
1: ten yeah. cents richer. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's thank another- you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Barry. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Barry. you to our instructor whose name I did not catch.
0: His name was Bradford, and we forgot to mention that he thought your name was Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, I he said- called you Beyonce. Which was amazing.
1: <laughs> Why would that be my name? <laughs> you know, that's happened before. It's, and it was I'm
0: my favorite.
1: Usually a lot quicker to correct people. It Number was amazing. one, because I'm like <laughs> egotistical about my own self. I'm like, I'm not Beyonce. <laughs> I'm Bianca. Right. And also like that's very dumb mm-hmm. to think that my name would be Beyonce.
0: And amazing. I just, I really hoped, and this did not happen, that like during one of the, you know, 10 miles an hour runs, he'd be like, come on, Beyonce. you know. <laughs> and
1: everybody's looking around like, didn't she just have twins? Right. Why is she here? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my name's Bianca. It is. Don't forget it.
0: <laughs> I never will.
1: Great. Um. I'd also like to thank Bill Wadman. Mm-hmm. Um he's amazing. I actually he needed to borrow a mic cable from me the Ooh. other day. And I had it. Uh-huh. So that felt good. Totally. And thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you. This is a great time to be alive. I um, agree. I feel good. Same. Okay.
0: Okay. Bye. I
1: love you. Bye-bye. I love you
0: too. I love you. Bye-bye.